Hello and welcome to Buddy No Mistakes, the uh, No Mistakes podcast, where I do a solo improvisation based on a suggestion from the ether. That's right. I just open up a dictionary and point to a word and do it, but not just any dictionary, the Ely Shoshone Dictionary, the native language of my people. All right, let's get started. Okay, let's begin. Lift my finger. Uh, Turn the pages. Already did comedian. Turn the page. Even though I could easily just do a different one on the same page. Extreme. Nadiangu or Gitangu. N A D I A N G U or. G-E-T-A-N-G-U. Nariangu Kitangu. Nariangu Kitangu. Both mean extreme. I don't know what the, the variation is. I should have an interview with an elder and probably learn a little bit about what the variations on these, this dictionary is. Kitangu. Kitangu. Ariangu. Ariangu. Kitangu. Extreme. First thing that popped into my head when I saw the English word ham 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 was uh, snowboarding, extreme sports, stuff like that. Gitangu. Gitangu. Adiyangu. 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 Let's take a look at it again. Where is it extreme? Not, I don't, it's Nariyangu. Nariyangu. Nariangu, Katangu, 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 Katangu. It's shorter and easier to remember. Nariangu, Nariangu, Nariangu. That kind of reminds me of uh, singers like Nadia. What's her name? <laughs> and that song, Adia. So that's why I thought of Adia. So I should go with Katangu, Katangu, Katangu. Extreme, Katangu. Oh no, goodness. Millie has decided to stop coloring and decided to go outside. She wants to put her shoes on. Gatongu, isn't that a little Gatongu, Millie? That might be a little Gatongu, don't you think? Putting your shoes on, going outside at this time. It's a little Gatongu. It's hot out there, don't you think? Millie? Gatongu. Gatongu hot. Extremely hot. Actually, extremely is a different word. Let me see what it says for extremely. Extremely is Nariangungu. Oh, okay, so extremely is Nariangungu. It's Nariangungu hot out there, Millie. Thank you for the shoes, Millie. It looks like this is going to be a document, like a full documentary podcast. Maybe I won't even fade in at any point. I thought I was going to fade in on a mountain, snowy mountain. Snowiness. All the fun stuff happening. I wonder if I could get away with singing. You ready to go for a drive, Millie? Yeah. Oh, I gotta get the keys. I gotta get the Ford keys. Nariangungu. Nariangungu. Nariangu. 
Mariangu, get to. Oh, I got him. Getangu. Okay. Getangu. Getangu. Hopefully, hopefully there won't be any issues with this. Maybe I should put on cellular data for it just to make sure. You know what? No mistakes. Let's see how it all goes, huh? Nariangungu. I'm Nariangungu. Happy to put my daughter outside. Even if it means that we have to keep this rolling for a while past when it wants to. Okay, we're out here in the sun. You just saw a butterfly. Ooh, you're stepping down without the handles. That's a little getangu, don't you think? Okay, there you go. Yeah. Hold the rail, Millie. Don't be all getangu. Taking risks. That's a car. That's a car. That's a nariangungu gray car. Were you taking one last step? Oh, nice. Good job. Yeah, my daughter's a little daredevil. She uh, is a little bit Katangu. Uh, she's almost two, but she decided she wanted to go on the big person swing today. And, uh, oh, she's grabbing a really big stick to walk around. She wants to walk around the apartments and everything. So that's what we're doing. We're outside walking around. You might be able to hear the birds and stuff. Nothing too getangu. Just their average day. Just a boring day with my daughter here. You know, it's important to be boring as a parent. You're very, if you're too interesting, that really upsets the balance of everything. You know that? So, she's got her stick. She's running. I mean, I probably shouldn't let her run with a stick. That's a little getangu. But she's short. She falls, it's not a big deal. And it's a tiny stick, it'll just break. And it doesn't have any sharp corners. You know. I don't upset the podcast listener saying she's running with a huge, sharp branch <laughs> down a, a rocky road. She falls, oh, the stick goes in her gut. She starts to cry in a Nariangungu loud voice. She's incredibly close. She's Nariungungu. Loud and incredibly close. Like that uh, book. It's that Stephen Foyer book. Is it Stephen Foyer? All right. Let me know, Google. And by Google, I mean podcast listener. The, the three of you. I love you, three listeners. I love you. Well, at least that's the only three listeners that my phone will tell me about. But apparently there's got to be more. That's a Hyundai. Hyundai is what that is. Hyundai Elantra. You like how those... Hyundai. Hyundai. Planet Hyundai. Those Japanese words that sound kind of Shoshone. I like it. Yeah, we got a lot of different cars in our complex that she likes to point at and ask about. Mercedes. Mercedes. Mercedes Benz. Now that doesn't sound shoddy. Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes AMG. Mercedes. Yeah. 
Two, yeah, two Mercedes parked right next to each other. Sure. Mercedes. Mercedes. Just trying to teach her any language right now, let alone my native language. I'm trying to learn a language and teach her a different language at the same time. That's a Fender. Fender. That's the Fender, Millie. Yeah, I guess this is going to be toddler time three is what this episode's going to be. Each one was a little bit different. Hyundai. Hyundai. That's going to be Hyundai too, Millie. She's walking over here to the front tire. Hubcap. Hyundai symbol. Hyundai. 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 I don't know how the hey Japanese get me a Japanese listener somebody I don't have any so far but if you have a Japanese friend just for this episode Mercedes and you know what isn't that what's Mercedes is that Italian give me an Italian listener too and have him write me a, an email improv spot director lv at gmail.com write me a little letter tell me uh how to say these names properly. Is it Hyundai? Because that's how it's spelled. Hyundai. Or is it Hyundai? Or something like that. I was going to say it very Shoshone way. I say Hyundai. To Hyundai. Hyundai. Or no, no, wait. That's sorry. Mercedes. Mercedes. My bad. Eight. Why? A H <laughs> Toyota Toyota Yeah, there's another Japanese word I need to learn. What's the real way to say that, guys? Nissan. Oh yeah, you got that one. She said San. Yep, that's right. Very good. That's right, San, Nissan. Headlight. Side light. Yeah. How's your stick, Millie? It's not too gatongu, is it? Nah, it's not too gatongu. There she goes running, running through the parking lot. Here in Las Vegas, June. It doesn't feel as hot as you think it would be. Oh my goodness. Now we're both running. Both running on a clip. Clipping along. Clip, clip, clippity clip. And that's how it goes. Gatangu. It's a Gatangu day. Ah, maybe not. Nothing's really Nariagungu. Uh, loud or anything like that. We hear the birds. Everything's pretty chill. Nothing Nadia Gungu has happened for me to report. Could you imagine if these birds were Nadia Gungu large and they're so heavy that they fell out of the tree like they broke the branches when they landed and couldn't stay up there? Yeah, it wouldn't make sense, right? 
That would be Nadia Ngungu ridiculous. Because they'd have to have light bones to fly. Wow. Well, that's... She's pretty good at stepping up now. She doesn't need to hold my hand. She can step up on the curb, which is just a dangerous thing. Oh, uh, la 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 la. Uh, Pontiac. Pontiac. See, that's that's a word in a different Indian language, Millie. A different, sorry. I, I, I was born in 1982. Native American language. A different indigenous language, Millie. Well, different Native American language. Make it more clear. There, Millie Mills. Oh, now that's a Nariangu uh, vehicle right there. A motorcycle, huh? Yeah. It's a Katangu vehicle called a motorcycle, Millie, that that guy was driving. You know? That's in the X Games for sure. Fade in on a motorcycle race. Two motorcycles beaming down a dark alleyway. One hits a box, a cardboard box. It sends the motorcycle reeling off to the side. There's a guy flailing off of the motorcycle in a Gatangu way. And he flips, crashes through. Uh, some glass and he, he pops up completely unharmed flower back to reality flower flower yeah remember old TV it was kind of getangu yeah old TV had a lot of action shows cop shows weren't just dragnet they had a lot of action going on Action television. There hasn't been a lot of action television. A lot of action movies. Everything went to the movies. You notice there's no action television anymore. I guess unless you count superhero stuff, but I don't watch that stuff. Sorry, I apologize to all true true believers out there. (laughs) Stanley would be upset with me. That is a ladder pipe ladder we're kind of walking around the apartments you might hear somebody talking on their phone it looks like I'm just talking on the phone people don't know and she's walking along just going yeah and um Keep on rocking. Yeah, leaves. Leaves, Millie. Leaves. Ham, ham, ham. As it were. Leaves. Ham, ham, ham. <laughs> what if I did teach her, like, just to say ham, ham, ham for everything? <laughs> I said, that's English. That's English. This is the third time... We've knocked off, uh, the, so the third episode, we've knocked off that inside joke that everything in English is ham, ham, ham. <laughs> All right, here's her favorite thing. She found a puddle to splash in. It's kind of small. It's a Bogota. Bogota, Millie. Bogota. 
Yeah. It means pool or puddle. Could mean puddle, I guess. Unless I look it up later and I find out puddle means something else. Then you have to refer back to this episode when I messed up. You should be spending your time combing through these for mistakes. That's the entire premise of the podcast. She's running along. She's got a tiny little puddle. Yeah, it's no good, huh? Let's go back. Back this way. Come on, Millie. Let's go back this way. She's running along and everything. Can you imagine she was in the Olympics? Fade in. Millie McQueen holding uh, a baton, ready to pass it on in the relay race in the Olympics. She's wearing her green outfit and her green shorts, uh, which is her uh, signature, even though she's playing for the United States. Uh, It looks as if she's playing for Brazil, because that's what she's wearing today. And she runs and hands off her baton and to a guy who's swimming. And she splashes in the corner <laughs> as he swims on. She splashes her feet because she did such a good job. She does it in celebration. Splash, 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 splash in the puddle. And it's a swimming contest, but it's not a swimming pool. It's a lake. That's why she's able to splash in it as he, as he dives in. Whoosh. Yeah, it's a mixed... It's a mixed sex triathlon. And she's, she's sure they're going to win. And she splashes in celebration because she's the first one to make it. And this is the third leg of the race. And he's. And everyone else is just waiting, still waiting. And may, yeah, maybe it's not a Gatangu sport. Or even a Nariangu sport. But she's. Nadia and Gugu, Gungu, proud of herself. As she wades along. And then finally, a Japanese runner catches up and an Italian runner catches up. And they jump into the fray of the lake water. And her partner from the United States is already a lock ahead of them. I don't know, like a half a lock, maybe. So half a lake, that is to say. He's halfway across the lake. That's what I'm trying to say. Fade out back into reality. We see Millie splashing along down here in some puddles. She found that were probably created by sprinklers because there hasn't been a rain. There was rain last night, possibly, but today is a sunny day, partly cloudy. Beautiful grass on the fields. She's wearing a green shirt that says, here comes the fun, and still running along with that stick as she splashes in the puddles. And there's daisies and everything all around. She's got her white shoes on that are Crocs with little pink toes or a pink band actually around the uh, toes and heel on the bottom she's got her green shorts to go along with her green shirt and it's got designs on it 
and yellow. All different shapes and stuff. Wavy lines. And it is hot, 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 hot. Now that I've been out here for a while with no shade because she's she's nice and cool and her, with her puddle splashing, but dad's got to be up here recording a podcast up above her. It is, it gets not even goo goo hot here in Las Vegas. It gets up to 125. Not just feeling it, it actually gets about that hot sometime in August if there's no rain. But usually August has lots of rain because it's monsoon season. Don't come to Las Vegas in August, you'll see a lot of flash floods and not on the strip though. Strip's pretty safe from it except for in certain areas like by the link. Other than that, ship's pretty safe from flash floods that we see out here in town. And that's what she's playing in right now. A little drainage area for the flash flood. But it's nice. It has grass along the side of it. It's not It's not like she's in the, the homeless people's tunnel. For those of you who know Las Vegas, that's not where she is. She's in the middle of our, our condos uh, here. We're right next to the swimming pool, so I'm pretty sure we're super safe. Right? It's not a, it's not a Nariangungu, oh sorry, it's not a Nariangu or Gatangu event at all. Uh, but uh, I'm starting to feel a little Gatangu, Nariangungu, sorry, Nariangungu uh, nervous and anxious about picking her up and taking her for a ride because I feel like she's gonna scream at me right here during the podcast but I think I have to do it I think I have to do that right I have to because uh, otherwise everything's gonna get fouled up come here come here sweetie we gotta go I'm so sorry oh you're all wet I thought you weren't wet but you are now that I picked you up Oh my goodness! You wanna get down here? Run, but you can't play in the you can't play in the puddle anymore, Millie. No more puddle, okay? No more puddle. All right. So there's mud over here, but there's no puddle on this other side. Where we are? Could you imagine her as a space? Imagine my Millie. 20 years from now, she's a space explorer, and she's on a distant planet, a desert planet made out of mud and and a cement-like flooring to the ground, and she's walking around exploring. Imagine that, and she finds grass, a grassy hill, and she walks up, walks up it, and she leans down, clips some grass and puts it in a special pouch and seals it up to study later as she moves on to another place and she sees signs of uh, alien life a building with stairs the kind of stairs that are too big for her even though she's a full-size adult and she has to walk up and she looks very curiously at the special rocks that the stairs are made out of as she walks up and climbs with her feet in her hands 
and she's wearing her special space shoes with holes in them with a pink lining around the toe and the heel as she walks up on her own without using the alien provided railing because it has phased out you have to have a special key to turn it on so she's kind of crawling up the stairs and she comes along some dead plant life that uh, is a small garden in the corner of the steps and she looks up at the door that looks like rays of the sun she peeks over the side and sees a tall flowering plant and she sees alien life buzzing all around the flowering plant the flowering plant is gigantic it is huge it is a space station made out of plant life and what looks like bees are actually spaceships and she leans on the on the side of some steps to step down she walks down below the giant plant-based uh, satellite with the spaceships flying around it. And she points at an, at an alien thing, BMW. What a strange word, BMW. She moves along, she points at another alien word. Nope, she doesn't. She just looks at it and walks by it because she knows it. Nissan. So she keeps on moving through the alien planet. She's out of the, the stratosphere now. Cut to much later. She's on a dark black ground surface. Uh, hard as a rock, but completely natural. Much like the Earth's gravel or asphalt, and some extreme iron ore. Oh, some extreme. Oh, I get to use the word. Some Gatangu iron ore, very deep red along the side. She sees uh, some cracks in the surface of the planet. That must have been caused by tectonic shifts underneath and not weathering as it would be on the earth and you were looking at uh, asphalt. She comes along some Gitangu sulfurous area, a yellow strip followed by a gray strip followed by a yellow strip and it is indented and it is where there may be some runoff of some water. Were there ever to be any water on this desert planet? And as she walks along, she sees in her 20-year-old brain what she views as gigantic spaceships under some very futuristic ports ready to fly off and take off. One that might, one that is covered up with a sheet, might be for a single rider, while the other ones seem to be for anywhere between one to five riders, or flyers, or pilots as they're called. This causes her to hum along.
in a nice tune. She does some spins in joy, in her joy, her joy of spinning. She moves along down another trail. This one is a all light gray, almost white, off-white trail. And it's very hard ground too, but it's surrounded by some smaller rocks and interesting plants here and there. And she comes upon another grassland in, in the new planet. And she comes up to a very interesting monument with three boards along the back and three boards along the bottom. And she investigates the monument by sitting on it. And yes, sit. She sees around the planet from her new vantage point on the monument, some flowers and some other things. And she reaches into her pocket and finds whoosh, some rocket boosters. Whoosh. She's floating, floating along the surface with her rocket boosters. Her harness holds her. And the rocket boosters are pushing her along. As she discovers another satellite with the same uh, creature-looking spaceships. And she discovers more and more grassland as she goes along. And more of the hard rocks. And something that almost looks like a tree. Well, couldn't possibly be a tree. Because trees are indigenous only to Earth. And she turns off her rocket boosters and gets back on the hard gravel desert. The Blackstone area. And she slows down a bit to take it all in. She sees some letters on uh, back to reality we see Millie walking up to Alexis uh, with a license plate that says NYRKR New Yorker a very interesting Nevada license plate (laughs) hey if you're here long enough to get a license plate I'm not sure you're a New Yorker anymore that's all I gotta say So that was her alien planet adventure. Yeah, she explored a lot. Did you do a lot of exploring? Hyundai. Hyundai. Oh, oh, sorry. Honda. They look so close together when you put your hand on it like that. Honda. Honda. Honda Accord. Honda. Yep, it's hybrid too. Pretty cool. Okay, step up. Got it? Oh, she put her hands down. Oh, that's... You getting tired? All right. Come here. Whoa. Oh, now she wants to run. Okay. Don't just run. You almost tripped up there. You almost tripped up there. Lexus. Lexus. Lexus, oh Ford, 
Now you pointed, you, you pointed pretty far away. Not Gitangu far, but oh, not not Yangungu far, but uh, but pretty far. Oh, that's a little flat. We cut back to this to space and the, and the new planet, and she sees a blue flag planted. There have been others here before, claiming this territory. It says star on it. Star Nursuri. She doesn't know exactly what Nursuri is, but she can decipher it uh, from her special Google glasses, her futuristic glasses charger, Millie. It says to her, now her Google glasses are able to decipher things as she goes along without the benefit of having to go back to reality as she walks along the black stone of the harsh desert. She comes up to a very interesting Honda, it says, spaceship. That's a cool Honda spaceship, says the commentary of the AI. She walks up to a new spaceship, points at some things. Nevada, W-O. Oh, she turns on her rocket boosters. To narrowly avoid a passing spaceship. And she sees a creature floating below her, reminiscent of a butterfly, an earth butterfly. She goes in for a closer inspection and kicks her legs. As scientifically, she realizes it's just an earth butterfly that has been transported here. And this does not interest her. She moves along more plant life on the side of her. Now the plant life is well above her head. And some more grasslands on her other side. As she moves along, the flowering plant life greets her with strange hellos. As she comes upon some very interesting architecture indeed. There are two ports that slide out of the side where you could easily exit. There is a rope ladder hanging off one side that she's very interested in. And being the Gitangu person that she is, she grabs her grappling hooks and pushes her way up the rope ladder. She takes a Gitangu step. She hits her head on the way up, but it doesn't seem to face her. As now, she decides to come down the Nariungungu hot desert slide. Her GPS, AI, and everything else starts to pull her down. She turns on her jet propulsion and works her way away from that very interesting architecture. And she keeps on a moving and a moving and a moving. And her AI is completely afraid to end the podcast at this point because he knows he's out of range of Wi-Fi. 
So perhaps he'll lose the entire recording if he does. And he doesn't want to have an episode lost in space. The galaxy. TM. Lost in the galaxy. TM. She moves as her. She says down to her AI GPS and all around very interesting companion <laughs> made out of robot parts. Her robot companion is twice her size. It helps her to fight off and ward off large alien life forms and do things that she wouldn't be able to do. Because of many planets, she's considered to be Nariungungu small. She steps down past some very interesting furbies. She kind of runs straight across and her companion sees a vehicle, alien vehicle coming and picks her up and brings her to safety. As she moves along, sometimes it's hard for her to see because she is short and she's moving past tall spaceships. The alien life forms up above her in the extreme. Oh, Nariungungu tall trees are quite out and her companion is kind of working against her own interest at this point. So she starts to scream a little bit. She keeps wanting to go back and dive deeper into the alien planet. Again and again and again and again and again to the point of exhaustion of her robotic companion. You want my help? I will help you. I will help you get all the way back. I know, I know, I know. Millie, it is for your own good that I do this. Yes, it is. The AI's languages completely translated as hers is not completely translated. You can only sometimes understand her depending on what alien planet you are from. We see our brave young explorer floating through the air seemingly because her AI has become, has been put on invisible mode and she is struggling in the air and she just kind of reaches out into the air like Superman. as she's going and floating along. And she's flying over grasslands as well as alongside a spaceship labeled Corvette. And she's floating along and floating along and floating along, seemingly in a, in a helpless way. 
Like the great American hero, she flails through the air. But you, the viewer who has seen her robot knows that it's her robot carrying her to the edge of the world. And as she re-enters Earth's atmosphere, she finds herself calm and she removes her space shoes first, as is her custom. Fade to black. Got some very interesting little artifacts here, huh? Oh, that looks like the top of some kind of creature. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to Toddler Time 3 on the Buddy No Mistakes podcast. The podcast with no mistakes, comb through it, you won't find one. And uh, it's solo improv. Speaking of improv, I'm teaching improv at Bright Star Acting Academy in Henderson. You can find the webpage, BrightStarActingAcademy.com. Anyone 12 and up, including adults, of course, can sign up for my class and learn some improv from me, buddy. uh, You'll see the rest of the name on the website. (laughs) All right. Good night. And may you have a pleasant... Uh, next day, TM. <laughs>